Hello and welcome woo, to the King Hero <laughs> IndyCar podcast with Kirby and Justin. Kirby, how are you? I'm well, Justin. How about yourself? Not bad. I'm, uh, as, as we just discussed, I'm jet lagged beyond all belief, uh, having just returned from the continent. But I'm here to do a job. Well, uh, I'm sure that our listeners are glad to have you back and glad to appreciate your dedication. I'm sure they don't. Curb, let's just dive into all things IndyCar, shall we? Curb, Perez ended up 23 seconds behind Verstappen <laughs> in Spa. 23 seconds. He came in second place. you got to watch this situation here at, at Red Bull because I think it has direct implications on Palau. Not, not directly, right? Yeah, through the machinations of, of various things that can happen, um, particularly at AlphaTauri, it, it makes you wonder. I mean, Yuki was okay, not great. Ricardo, I think, had a penalty during qualification, so he and qual he was you know qualified at the back or wherever, and um, but he was, didn't seem to be anywhere in the race. There's some people trying to make a case for you know he had a great race or you know had some good times or whatever, but I think. The Ricardo potentially replacing Perez story is still out there, although it, from just a total outsider standpoint, I'll just say that about myself, it does appear Ricardo's making a strong case for himself on that front. But, I mean, Perez, he started on pole, and then just, you know, you just watch him fall, and like and he, can't, he can't get anywhere near Verstappen. It's unbelievable. You just have to wonder if they're sitting there like, maybe we can do better than this guy. But, you know, unless Ricardo comes up and really, you know, dazzles somebody. So what is it that you think Red Bull really wants out of their second driver? Well, it's an interesting question, isn't it? Well, let me I'm going to turn that around on you, Curb. What would you want? If you're around Red Bull. You want the second coming of uh, Rubens Barrichello or. Who's that other guy that was going to sue to get his championship? That, that uh, oh. <laughs> what was his name? <laughs> um, it was um, the Brazilian guy, right? Um, yeah, I can see him, but I can't place his name. Yeah, um, it'll come to us. Anyway, you want know, one of those guys that are good soldiers that never really threaten the number one guy, but they're they're competent and consistent enough to to always be second place, right? What you're saying, Curb, is that you want a uh, Valerie Botas, Lewis Hamilton, not a Nico Rosberg, Lewis Hamilton. Exactly. Um, if you're on a team. Okay. And I assume you're sincere in saying that. If I'm in the Formula One world, if I'm, what's his name, running Red Bull, that's probably what you want, right? I mean, in America and in, in IndyCar, you want Dario Fernkuti and Scott Dixon, right? I mean, yeah. you just hammer each other. Or what Penske's got three championship quality drivers. Ganassi's got three right now. No, no team orders. You all go out there and do your best, and hopefully one of you wins. That's what you want, I think, in America and in IndyCar. But I don't think that's what they want in Formula One. I don't think that's what what's his name wants that runs Red Bull. So you want somebody that's solid, that gets enough out of the car that he does not threaten for second place um, in a race or in the championship, and maybe he can take some of the testing load, development load off of Verstappen. And uh, otherwise, not threaten Verstappen or make Verstappen, you know, have to think any, about anything other than winning the races in the championship. 
I think you're right. I think that's how most of them think. Um, I don't, but you know, that's probably where I'm just too, too American. My viewpoint of these yeah, things. Yeah. You're not worldly enough. I want two yeah, guys push. I want two guys pushing each other. Yeah. Do they have that anywhere in Formula One? Yeah. I think sometimes, um, you do get that, um, because you know, somebody's trying to, trying to be the alpha male at the team right and it's uncertain exactly who's going to be that you got those situations you got guys that are just fighting for their jobs like you know i would argue like uh at haas this year you know magnuson and hulkenberg you know those guys you know they're fighting each other for for work you know at the at the team so yeah i I do think you see it uh but when you're when i guess when you are the dominant team you're looking for that dynamic however there's only really and it has been over the last few years, only one really dominating team. And then I think, I mean, if you look at, uh, you know, the Silver Arrows, a.k.a. Mercedes this year, um, you know, where they kind of want Russell pushing Lewis a little bit, right? You know, because they both got to work to get the car better. You know, maybe that dynamic is uh, a little less stated. By your definition of how Red Bull wants it right now, Prez is probably doing just enough to hang in there and keep the t- uh, seat. Ricardo doesn't appear to be doing enough to get the seat. And so that kind of leaves that. And then Yuki Sonoda, you know, you could go one way or the other there. Um, well, go back uh, to go back to Ricardo for a second. Is he really the personality that you'd want? I mean, he's, he's not, his personality isn't consistent and reliable enough for that situation, is he? Well, I think they've, I think he's taken enough licks uh, over the last few years, you know, and there's enough questions around his name that he'd probably be more than happy to be second uh, fiddle at Red Bull at this point. I just, think smile, he's, just smile and shut up and yeah, take the money and right. like second place and win a, win a race every once in a while. Yeah, if Max drops out, you can win. You can, yeah. You can, yeah. You can if Max says it's okay. <laughs> Max says it's okay. And maybe if you're lucky, Max will bring you his water bottle if you've left it in the press room. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, all the all the perks. Where did I get that article from, Kerb? Some European journalist, I think. What an incredible yeah, article to have written that, basing that, asserting that Max Verstappen's a really great guy. Why do we know this? Because when Perez left his water bottle behind, he asked if he, if you know, if if what did he say? Would you like me to take this to? to yeah. Would you like sir? me to take this to press? So you don't and have the, to. And the the, the uh, what a prince of a guy, what a journalist was like, what a wonderful guy to offer to do that. Man, is that all you got to do to be a good guy these days, Curb? Just take somebody's uh, water bottle to him? Uh, I wish I'd have known that. It would have been a lot easier. Uh, uh, so we got off in the weeds there. Do you think that um, you you almost sound like you've come to the conclusion that there may not be an opening at Red Bull? Next well, year. as as I stay late, uh, well, correct. I mean, I think Perez has one more year in his contract. It's more about what happens at their sister team, AlphaTauri, and if there's going to be some room for Palau there. Um, if Ricardo was knocking it out of the park, and Perez was continuing to lag and do terrible, uh, particularly on qualifying, then you could argue that that was setting up very well for Alex Pillow. That 
doesn't appear to be happening, at least not, you know, it's not manifest itself in a very strong way. So now I'd say it's less likely. And and like I say, stayed less podcast. I think it's, it might be a, it might end up being a timing issue for Palau. He's going to need an answer quicker than F1's willing to give him. Curb, other big happenings uh, in the world of IndyCar. Uh, Paul Tracy is suspended from the SRX series. Uh, yeah, um, I didn't see it. Find it hard to imagine anybody could get suspended from that series, but um, <laughs> that he accomplished it. So uh. good on him. Uh, the complaining party, uh, Mr. Kenny Schrader, uh, who was calling for Paul's head, you know, basically said he didn't want to be on the track with him at all ever. Well, the NASCAR guys do have a home field advantage in that race, I think, uh, both on the track and off. So uh, they probably got their way. I don't know. Tracy, uh, Tracy spices spices that show up a little bit. But, uh, you know, what are you going to do? Probably even more amazing to me about the whole Paul Tracy thing, Curve, and I, I know you may or may not share this opinion, is the absolute, absolute two-facedness of uh, they. Two-faced and all things Paul Tracy, I think, so leave it at that. But, yeah, uh, I mean, he dances on his grave. He's like, first to dance on his grave, right, you know, when this happens. Yeah. Yeah. Acts, Pre- acts like he's his best friend, you know, mid-season. You know, years ago tries to, you know, basically tries Dig to get him grave. fired from uh, NBC. Yeah. You know, God. That's bad. It's bad. Again, not to pick on they, but maybe I will. They, uh, a year or so ago, was all over, like, we shouldn't even go to Nashville. It's a joke of a race, blah, Crashville, blah, 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 right? Yeah. Now it's, you know, now it's the crown jewel or the next crown jewel. Yeah, you have, you have one clean race and everybody loves you. Four articles on Linus Lundquist this week. I, I had to laugh on one of the comments under one of those articles was he attaches himself like a barnacle to every new driver. He <laughs> <laughs> doesn't realize at that point that he's not good for their career. I thought it was a pretty funny comment. Yeah, I wish I'd read that one. That yeah. Sadly, I uh, listened to something of his question and answer thing or something on on a podcast and all of a sudden Kyle Kirkwood's our guy, our boy, our guy, Kyle Kirkwood. So, like, uh, he's, ado- he's adopted him too. So of course, um, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. They have adopted him too. It's extraordinary at times. Crib, let's, uh, let's get on to Nashville. I, I guess we did talk about Lundquist a little bit, so I, I, I'll go back to that. Um, you know, <laughs> here's what struck me about the Lundquist. Thing. Not so much about how he performed, because you, at least I had a feeling that could potentially happen there, right? Sure. Um, it's got to be murdering Pagano, Elio, and Connor Daly, right? All three of those have got who couldn't get in that car and make it do anything. Uh, and here's a guy that just steps in with, you know, very, very raw and makes it happen. Right. Now, one swallow does not make a spring curve. I often say that with, regarding this situation. I remember when uh, Tristan Vaudier, like tested, had a great test one time and got a job out of it and turned out to be nothing, right? So I think you got to be very careful to base things on drivers uh, on off of one one performance, uh, like Helmut Cole did of uh, Ricardo that uh, got Nick DeVries bumped, right? 
But yeah. but uh, did I say Helmut Cole? You did. Wasn't he like a leader of state <laughs> of Germany uh, at one time? Herbert, Herbert, Helmut, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he was. Yeah, I, was, uh, I think I was talking about the Helmut Marco or whatever they're his all, name is. They're all they're all the same over there in Germany. Yeah. <laughs> they're all hel- they're all helmet of some type. Um, but it's got to be murdering those three. Um, but then I just read something. And I was like, well, there it is. There it is in stark reality why this is the case. He has brought his seat and his seat to every race this year. Yes. I I saw that and had to laugh. Right. Based on our previous we, conversation about another driver. Yeah. <laughs> right. Connor, you know, he's got to drive all three hours over there in mid-Ohio. Doesn't even bring a helmet. Right. Maybe that's just the hunger and the dedication, and the, and that's just that's that extra half tenths, five tenths, you know, whatever you want to call it. It's it's an extra something, and of course he, you know, showed very well in the junior formula, probably giving that team uh, a bit more of a lift than they've had in a long time. Yeah, I mean, if you're Michael Shank, that's the first ray of sunshine he's had all year. It's unfortunate for Simon uh, Pagano, but honestly, it's been a, a season and a half slog for him. And Helio both. I'm not even sure he wants to go back to Shank. Uh, you know, the the trick will be for him if he wants to be a full time IndyCar driver. It might be might be tough to find a good seat next year. Yeah, I suspect he might have a roof over his head next year if he's racing. Um, yeah, I mean maybe an Indy only. You know, he yeah, possibly, yeah of course. Yeah. Like Evan for the 500. But, no, yeah, nobody nobody complain about that. It's it's a sad way to if it is the end of his IndyCar career, it's a sad way to go. But um, there it is. Rarely, uh, rarely in this kind of sport do people go out on top. No, unfortunately. Other than Nico Rosberg. Right, exactly. The, the aforementioned Nico Rosberg. Um, Nashville uh, moving t- uh, to be the season finale next year. And as you predicted, uh, Curb, there's no way they'll race on Broadway. And they'll be <laughs> right. racing on They'll be racing on Broadway. Any other predictions you'd like to make this broadcast curve that uh, will come directly untrue date near uh, mere <laughs> days later? Uh, no, but that is a impressive uh, show of political support by the powers that be there in Nashville. I'll give them credit for that. Well, and and I think one of the aspects that not at least I'm not hearing talked about is like it's going to be better weather. And again, another sweltering oh, yeah. race. Another sweltering race down there this year. And, I mean, just having it a little later in the year just makes so much more sense. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, I mean, you know, even here in Indiana, it can be hot in September. But hopefully you have a better chance of getting a, a more tolerable uh, weather outcome. You know, Kerb, I can't help but admit, uh, I know I'm going all over the place and I apologize for this. It's, every time I see Jay Fry talk now, he's mentioning this third OEM that they're tracking down. No, I had left that for all but dead, but he keeps mentioning it. I, I don't know what to read into that. Do you read anything into that? Well, I just read into it that he keeps getting asked about it. Uh, Scotty M looked nearly dead after the Nashville. I uh, thought they were going to have to bring in a medic for him. Too many pies, man. Too many pies. And he's talking about, just for all you numbskulls out there, he's talking about meat pies, which I do love. He's not talking about, like, key lime. He's talking about, uh, yeah. For all, for, all you, for all of you that haven't lived down under for a year or two of your life, uh, 
It's a, a pie is a meat pie. Though. They're fantastic. In my 10 years there, I grew to love them. <laughs> I mean, he literally said, I think, in the in the press conference afterwards that he's too heavy to add a, add a, a cool suit on top of uh, what he already weighs, I guess, to make that work. And I think he said he'd worn a cool suit before in Australia and, and the suit didn't work. And he said he really roasted he may be rethinking that in the future. Um, I, I've, I wear them uh, in the summer here, and uh, it does make a world of difference. You wear a cool suit? Mm-hmm. In a race car or otherwise? In a race car. Oh, okay. No, I drive my passenger car. Well, I don't feel like when you're biking or something. Do you no, no. Yeah, okay. no. That'd be hard to do. After the race, McLaughlin explained how much weight he'd have to lose for the cool suit system not to impact his car's minimum weight. I would have to lose 15 pounds. I think that's how much the system weighs, he says. I've already lost 20. I'm still fat. Uh, I want to have a beer tonight and some McDonald's, so I may not be getting a cool suit anytime soon. Well, I'll tell you who doesn't need to lose weight. In fact, should just stay exactly as they are. Erickson's girlfriend. The wife. They're married now. Oh, whatever. I still like to think of her as girlfriend. <laughs> Is available. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> ruins uh, the dream. Ruins the dream, huh? It does a little bit. My oh my. My oh my. Curb, um, good race, I thought, right? I mean, entertaining, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I thought so. And I didn't like the restart, the new restart zone. Yeah, let's uh, talk about that. I, you know, um, I, 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 I found it hard to follow like what the controversy can you just lay this out for us like what mclaughlin's saying and what you think it should be there and let's just put this to bed once and for all but they moved the zone from to the little straight there between nine and ten i guess mclaughlin's complaint and kirkwood's was that there's it almost eliminates the ability to pass on the restart because you're going to go through those tight Corners there, 10, 11, 1, 2, and 3, I think they called them. You're accelerating. You don't have the opportunity to pass. And the opportunity that's usually there in a restart wasn't there for most of these guys. And all doesn't matter anyways because the track's changing next year. True. Kirby, before we get into Indy picks, uh, Indy road race picks, anything you want to blurt out, talk about? Uh, well, I think the, the championship's pretty much done, right? I said yeah, that. At least an episode ago, maybe two. Did I read correctly that New Garden will be, if he maintains his current spot, runner-up four years in a row now? Is that right? I think so. I'll tell you, if there's a guy hoping Perez loses his job at Red Bull more than anybody on this planet, it's probably Joseph New Garden. <laughs> I think that is one frustrated human being. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh. Uh, okay, kind of meandering, so you want to move on to, to the NDGP? NDGP. What's it called this time around, Curb? That's a good question. Gallagher Grand Prix, yes. It is the Gallagher Grand Prix. Curb, what's the feeling on the street there in Indy? A lot of excitement, a lot of chatter about it, a lot of talk? Well, I'm, I'm kind of remote up here in Cicero, but uh, not a lot yet. Uh, I think the biggest excitement so far is for the uh, – Return of the NASCAR Holler Parade on down Speedway Main Street. So you're not really going to be able to play man on the street for us. Give us a feel for the vibe, what uh, you know, what people are whispering in the corners of uh, 54th and Meridian. No, not, not yet. Speaking of which, okay, ask me ask me about that after we're done. 52nd and 
college. Ask me about that after we're done. Okay, I will ask you about 52nd in college. I'm making a note. Okay, well, let's get on with picks. I believe I'm first. Pick away. I'm going to have to go Alex Pillow. I think this this race in particular may be a little bit more open to some different names at the top than most, but uh, I'm still liking Alex Pillow here. I guess my better judgment, I'm going to go with Will Power. Yeah, um, used to shine at this track. I mean, Penske, right? Used to This used to be a Penske track all up, right? But, yeah, and, and Power used to really qualify well here. If, if, if He may not have always closed the deal in the race, but he always qualified well. Uh, Will Power in August of 21 was, I believe, the last time Penske won this race. There are some names that if you look over the past, you know, six races there, five or six races there that kind of consistently come to the top. One of them uh, is going to be my next pick, Christian Lungard. He stole my thunder. I just figured I could get away with him for a couple picks. But uh, always good here at um, at the Indy GP. Uh, yeah, strong track for him. I'm going to, though, uh, stick with Penske and go with Scotty M. Hmm. Now, there's a guy I would not pick in my top six for sure. I'm going to say nine to him. Nine. I'm going to, despite your uh, research, last year in the summer race, Penske went three, four, five uh, after Rossi and Lundgaard. So they're not totally lost at the speedway. I'm trying to pick winners here, Curb. Winners. Um, gotcha. I like winners. I got to tell you, another name who just appears at the top of this race very frequently. Do you know what I'm going to say next? No. Alexander Rossi. There you go. Okay. I mean, that's a bizarre three picks for me. Plow, okay. Plow's pedestrian, but uh, Lungard Rossi is the next two. Come on. It's out there. Defending winner with a different team. However, Felix Rosenquist was on the pole last year. Uh, So with my third pick, I'm just going to be really boring and go with Joseph Newgarden. Yeah. It's probably Newgarden time by that point. But uh, it is worth – it is worth, you know, just highlighting some of the names that, like I said, just kind of surface at the top there a lot. Uh, Renus VK. Often good there, yeah. Yeah, Romain Grosjean. Um, you know, with his, you know, probably very, very <laughs> focused on trying to put a good result here, right? Yeah, yeah he had poor qualifying in the spring, um, which is unusual because he had, had had good success qualifying there in yeah, the past. Yeah, he's had but... pole. He's had pole. He had pole in 21. And uh, third in also in 21. Um, so, yeah, this is a good track for him, generally. Yeah, and he had a solid performance in Nashville, so hopefully he's uh, regaining the, the form he had at the beginning of the year. Another guy that's uh, that we didn't pick here, Curb, uh, Colton Herta, winner in May of last year. Um, in, a mon- in a monsoon. I don't think he was there on pure speed. Um, looking at the summer race last year, qualified ninth, finished 24th due to mechanical. I might uh, look more to Kirkwood here than than heard of from the Andretti team. Wow, at two Brute. If he's a if he's a low odds guy, I'd, I think I'd go for some of these other names and try to win a, a bigger bigger prize at the end. I guess coming off a win, he might uh, have better odds than you might have expected otherwise. From a low odds standpoint, we haven't mentioned Dixon, we haven't mentioned Erickson, Pato Award. Yeah, uh, he probably was. A, he'd probably be a better choice, frankly, in retrospect than Rossi was. But he never seems to be. Have the fastest car. He's always around it, but not quite there. Well, this year, I mean, last year, you kind of felt like he did often, right? Uh, yes, I mean, no, I'm talking had, about this year. He's off a beat this year, and um, it's a mystery as to why, I'm sure, to him and everybody else. 
All right, Kerb, let's wrap it up. I'd say it's been a low-key effort for us, so we'll finish that way. <laughs> so. 52nd in college. Uh, remember the old uh, baseball field where you had all those fun practices with Kevin? Um, hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Have you been by there in any revisit home? Um, not that I mean I wouldn't I couldn't even drive I, I couldn't even drive you there so I didn't even realize it was at 52nd in college so no uh, head east from your brother's house and you run into it eventually and uh, but bring your skateboard because that baseball field of your nightmares is now a skateboard park. Wow, it's come full circle, Curb. Yeah, for you. I mean I don't I don't think it's a high end skateboard park but uh, it's got some whatever you call those things. Just the sheer irony of it. Yeah, that's what I thought. I we, I actually went to the state fair a couple weeks ago and uh, and drove across 52nd Street for some reason to get over to Meridian and and uh, like I was shocked to see this, <laughs> the skateboard park there on our base, our old baseball field. Is it called the Justin Memorial Skateboard Park? I did not see your name on it. No. The third base throw Memorial Skateboard Park. It it should be. Hit it at me as hard as you can. I'll knock it down and bruise the <laughs> hell out of my body. <laughs> Iron balls. Iron skateboard balls. park. Yeah. Exactly. Could be any of those. <laughs> that really makes me grin. I'm smiling from ear to ear, as jet lagged as I am. There you go. So bring your bring your uh, board with you next time. Oh, so much childhood trauma on that field, and now a skateboard park. Yeah. All right, let's end it on that. Uh, X. Get X. X. At Hero, H-I-R-O, IndyCar. At Hero, IndyCar. All right, everybody. Enjoy the GP, and uh, we'll talk to you after. Good night.